CBS Sports Radio presents Eye on Fantasy Football. Jackson wants to throw, has it all day, going deep, looking for Hollywood Brown. He's got him. Dolphins 30, leg race 20, and he's going to score. Hollywood Brown, his second touchdown. Quick throw. This is Julio Jones. 45, 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown Atlanta. Holy goodness smoke. Mason Rudolph in the gun. Waits. Throws a little. Pass over the middle. And that's Vance McDonald for the touchdown. An eight-yarder. And I tell you what, Mason Rudolph looked like a veteran on that play. Shotgun. Minshew looking for it all. Floats it to the left side. It is caught. DJ Chark in the end zone. Touchdown, Jaguars. Good placement. Boot by Eddie Pinheiro. Kick to the upright. And the kick is gone for the win. Pinheiro with the narrow kick to send Denver down as time expires. Here are your hosts, Adam Azer and Dave Richard. We are coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Ion Fantasy Football on Saturday night here on CBS Sports Radio. Week three started off with uh, a lot of holding calls. And Gardner Minshew mania. Will any other young quarterbacks become studs in week three? Lamar Jackson's already there. Isn't he right? Isn't he, Dave? Isn't that right? He's a stud. He, he's beyond stud at this point. He's like superstar. Oh, yeah. super stud. Yeah. And did you know? No, what's wrong with superstar? Because where I was playing off the word stud, you know? Well, sometimes. Uh, okay, whatever. Teamwork. Everybody knows what to do with <laughs> Lamar Jackson at this point. Well, yes, you do, but I'm going to tell you this. Nine straight quarterbacks have gone into Arrowhead Stadium and failed to score more than 22 fantasy points in six-point-per-passing touchdown leagues. What what happened to your voice just then? I was was doing, like, dramatic football guy. That was dramatic football guy? (laughs) Should I do the whole show as dramatic football guy, Dave? Do it one more time. Do it one more time. (laughs) Nine straight quarterbacks have failed. I can't do it. It's gonna. It, it gonna sounds more like uh, Hollywood horror film preview guy. In a world where nine straight quarterbacks. Well, anyway, <laughs> Lamar Jackson is gonna break that that streak uh, for sure. I'm Adam Azer, Hollywood horror movie guy. He's well, just your voice Richard. sounded that way. Then normally your voice sounds like you know, adolescent teen. <laughs> Have you seen American Horror Story this season yet? I have not. Oh. I don't watch anything but football, Adam. Okay. Well, it's like it's all based on like 80s uh, slasher films, so check it out. Um, we have got two hours of your phone calls and fantasy advice coming your way. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS. Give us a call. Lines are full right now. We'll get to the calls in just a minute. Stat of the day. Gardner Minshew has the highest completion percentage and passer rating through three games ever. First three games in NFL history, he's done the best in terms of passer rating, 110.6. And you think about Baker Mayfield, record-setting rookie year last season. You think about Lamar Jackson, what he's doing in year two, Patrick Mahomes, his first year as a starter. And the reason I'm bringing this up is we've got young quarterbacks going at it now. we got Josh Rosen, whatever, we're not so excited about him, but Rudolph for the Steelers, Daniel Jones making his NFL debut at Tampa Bay. And I don't know, you know, if you just say, hey, the wide receivers, they're not going to be as good. It's a new quarterback. You know, it's just easier to play quarterback in the NFL now. I think the Gardner Minshew stat is proving that. And uh, what kind of drop off are you expecting from, let's take the Steelers, for example, Dave, and, and Juju Smith Schuster, et cetera? 
in a league where Ben <laughs> Roethlisberger is out for the year. No, uh, listen, I, I think there's going to be an obvious drop-off because Roethlisberger, savvy veteran, knows how to throw to receivers. He knows what, you know, he, he knows that when a receiver is one-on-one, he throws there. And he can throw receivers open. That's that's something that he's been doing for years. Mason Rudolph needs that type of experience in order to get there. And I don't think he's got it yet. I, I went back and watched his film last week. Anything inside of 15 yards, not bad. He looked okay. He can handle the pressure in the pocket. The first touchdown to Vance McDonald, savvy type of play for a young quarterback. But downfield, the accuracy waned a little bit. I know in college that the arm wasn't quite as strong as people were hoping it would be. And I think that's part of the reason why Deontay Johnson is getting a chance in this offense is that he can take short passes and go to the distance. He's a good route runner, just also lacks that experience, just like Mason Rudolph. It almost feels like the Steelers are going to take all this young talent, all these guys that they were banking on for maybe 2020 and saying, okay, we're going to have to do this a year earlier. Let's just go with it. So you'll see a lot more of Deontay Johnson. You'll see some more of James Washington, who worked with Mason Rudolph at Oklahoma State. I think their offense will be okay. I just don't think it will be quite as explosive as it was with Ben Roethlisberger. Right, but you're starting Juju this week. you got to start Juju. And you know, the, the thing that I can you know, I can hold on tight to this and feel good about this as a Juju Smith-Schuster fantasy manager <laughs> is, is, is that he had six targets and a half last week with Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph at least knew well enough to find Juju Smith-Schuster. That includes on a two-point conversion. I think he's going to be okay. And, and Juju's known for making plays after the catch anyway. All these 97-yard touchdowns that he's had in the past, these are not all deep balls where he's just burning past defenders. He's making plays and breaking tackles after the catch. It's what Juju does. All right, we got a lot more news to cover here, including Antonio Brown. The Patriots released Antonio Brown on Friday. His agent, Drew Rosenhaus, said that he's had contact with multiple teams that are interested and they want information on Brown's legal situation and the NFL investigation. This is according to Adam Schefter. We did a podcast yesterday, a bonus pod, after the news broke, and Jamie said that in a keeper league, no, but in a redraft league, you should, you can drop Antonio Brown. Do you agree? Yeah, I did it. Okay. I did the exact same. I, it would take a tone-deaf franchise to to sign Antonio Brown at this point. Forget about being, you know, take, take the most desperate team in the National Football League the Miami Dolphins, why in the world would they sign Antonio Brown? They could use good talent, and as a football player, yeah, he's fine. But he's just such a hassle off the field. He's proved it with New England. He proved it in Oakland. And by the way, he proved it late last year in Pittsburgh. He's burned three franchises already. I'm I'm actually happy that he's out of the league because then we don't have to react to, oh, he's going here, and here's his quarterback, and this is how it's going to be. It stinks for the people, and and I'm one of these people. I'm in 14 leagues. I did draft Antonio Brown in the third round of one of my leagues. If the value was too good, I couldn't pass it up. But now I I, I had to cut him. I had to go and pick up Ty Johnson off the waiver wire, (laughs) and that's who I've got instead of Antonio Brown on my fantasy squad. Five carries last week for Ty Johnson. He's a a sash guy. CJ Anderson had double-digit carries in week one. I know it was an overtime game, but, hey, Ty Johnson, the way they've been using those running backs, might not be the worst guy to pick up and stash right now. Deontay Johnson, as Dave was mentioning, might not be the worst guy to pick up and stash right now. If you're tight end needy, Vernon Davis is going to get some more run. It could be weeks before we see Jordan Reed back. You know, Davis, look, he hasn't really been that good last season without Jordan Reed. The season before without Jordan Reed, he wasn't that good. But if you need someone, he should get some targets. He's like 23% owned. Um, Last news item for this segment, Davis, I want to get to some calls. Damian Williams is out. And 
uh, what do you think about LeSean McCoy, starter sit against Baltimore? I, I think you can start him. I, I, I ran an interesting stat. We don't really know what this Ravens run defense is, right? Because week one they played Miami, and Miami's offense stinks. And week two, Arizona ran David Johnson like seven times at him. So we don't really know what this defense is. But last year, the Ravens defense against running backs that had 15 or more touches allowed double-digit non-PPR fantasy points in seven of nine games. And I think LeSean McCoy can get to 15 touches. I don't know about 20. But I think he can get to 15 without Damian Williams on the field and with Darwin Thompson, still a rookie, still won't be used heavily. And Darrell Williams is there, too. I don't think he'll get a lot. So I'm looking at LaShawn McCoy as a number two fantasy running back. Numbers 855-212-4227. We'll update you on Marlon Mack, a couple of Raiders, Rashad Penny. That could be good news for Chris Carson as Penny has a hamstring injury. A major injury to the Patriots' backfield. Touchdown vulture James Devlin will not play. It's good for Sony Michelle. But let's go to the phones at 855-212-4227. David in New Orleans. What's up, David? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. What's going on? Just watching this uh, Georgia Notre Dame game. It's pretty good. So good far. game. Good game. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. I'm in a 10-team, uh, one-point PPR um, league, and I need two flex positions filled, and I got – about six, seven names there, but they're really close in Dave's rate rankings. That's why I have all these names. Um, James White, uh, Diggs, Mostert, Brita, DJ Moore, Demarcus Robinson. And I got Emmanuel Sanders, but the only reason I have him in there is because he's playing Green Bay. I, I just need two of those for my uh, two flex positions. Thanks. Yeah, David, I, I I like what I've seen from Emmanuel Sanders this year, and I know that the Broncos are looking at a difficult matchup against the Packers. I, I don't know. I, I think that Minnesota showed some cracks in that armor last week. I think a lot of calls went against them that might not go against them this week. Emmanuel Sanders is my favorite of the guys that you named. I really am impressed with what I've seen from him, and I would roll with Stephon Diggs too. They're going up against Oakland. It's a secondary that I've got questions about, and I feel like this is a get-right spot for the Vikings on both sides of the football. Last week, they got off to a real sluggish start defensively. Offensively, they managed to get going a little bit, but Kirk Cousins under pressure, he's never been good under pressure. This week, he won't be because I don't think the Raiders can bring it. I think that helps Stephon Diggs. All right, let's get our next call here. Joshua in New Jersey. Joshua, what's up? Good evening, Big King 1 and Big King 2. Oh, yes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Today's a bad day have, for them. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh I, I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, I have two quick questions. Uh, who do I start? Uh, PPR, seven points per passing touchdowns, Kyler Murray or Garoppolo, and I need a flex between Watkins, Montgomery, and Carrion Johnson. I'm going to go with Watkins in the flex. I know last week he disappointed you. You could have started anybody over Sammy Watkins and you would have been happy. But against Baltimore, yeah. provided that the weather holds up, and that's something that we can always talk about later on in the show, Adam, I think Watkins is the best of that group. And as much as I like Kyler Williams or Kyler Murray, and I watched that film last week and he made some great throws, I can't buy in. Not with Jimmy Garoppolo playing the way that he has. It's going to be a tough matchup for Garoppolo. But I'm I not sure he's played that well. Like he didn't play very well against Tampa Bay, and he should have had three Cincinnati touchdowns. Gave him he should have had three touchdowns against Tampa Bay. And... Okay, because the call back, yeah, yeah, because Kittle had two call back. I, yes, 
All right, so just go say Garoppolo, right? Garoppolo? I am going to go with All Garoppolo right. over Kyler Murray. I am a little concerned about red zone issues for the Cardinals offense. 855-212-4227. Yeah, and our beloved Hurricanes did win today, but as we heard in uh, White Men Can't Jump, which is a movie that our producer, Ryan Hickey, probably never heard of because uh, he's like 15 years old. Sometimes <laughs> when you win, you really lose. Yeah, you're right. Ernest in Texas. What's up, Ernest? I love that movie. It's great. Uh, yes. Uh, good evening, guys. Uh, thanks for taking my call. How you doing, man? Uh, Ernest. <laughs> uh, so I need some help with my running backs. Uh, I need two spots. I had Damian Williams, but now, of course, he's out. Uh, it's full PPR. I have a choice uh, between uh, Barber, Lindsey, or Miles Sanders in Philadelphia. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I can't trust Miles Sanders at this point. I, I want him on my team. I'm glad you've got him, and you need to be super patient with him. But I, I can't trust him. And I'm going to have a hard time trusting Philip Lindsay, but it's probably the guy I'm going to go with. I know Barber's going up against the Giants, and Adam the Giants fan is going to say, start Peyton Barber. He's going to do great, mm-hmm. but he's not going to catch a lot of passes. Lindsay's strictly in a 50-50 uh, timeshare with Royce Freeman, but he'll catch some passes, and he's always got a shot to break some some carries for some long gains. I, I would go with Lindsay. All right, so do we need to do a, a weather update, Dave, when we come back? We could do one. There's something brewing in Kansas Uh-oh. City. Oh, maybe that's going to be 10 straight quarterbacks that don't get to 22 or more fantasy points, although you think it'd probably be pretty good for uh, someone like Lamar Jackson. Okay, we'll tell you about the weather when we come back. Weather's beautiful in New York City. Give us a call, 855-212-4227. We'll be right back. I on Fantasy Football is back. Yeah, welcome back. Saturday night, I on Fantasy Football, 855-212-4227. Let's get some phone calls. We actually have a full board of calls right now. We will get to you all uh, pretty soon. Have some more injury updates for you, but also we've got a weather update. I'm Adam Azer with weatherman Dave Richard. Let's go to our forecast center. Time to go around the nation for your fantasy football forecast. (laughs) Yes. Dave, I got to tell you. It, the weather could not be better in New York City. It's like 73 degrees. I drove with the windows down, listening to some beautiful music. How how are things, though, in Kansas City this weekend? Well, thank you, Adam. Showers and thunderstorms expected on Sunday. High of 74. Wind southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour. Chance of rain. This is not a joke. 100% rainfall may reach one inch and locally heavily rainfall possible. So wear your boots if you live in Kansas City. From the Fantasy Football Weather Center, this is Dave Richard. Back to you. I crack it up, man. That was really good. Uh, you well, know, I'm a, you know, I'm not a, a weatherman. I'm a fantasy football guy. That's right. You have a future of that. Good stuff. So is that affecting your rankings at all? You should see me on a green screen. Uh, no, uh, not yet. If if we wake up on Sunday and the forecast is still, you know, what, what did I just say? Hundred percent chance of thunderstorms? Uh, that's bad. Yeah, rain's not that big of a deal though. Well, right. We, right. We, we, so it's the wind that that we care about. The only way that rain is bad for football is when it hurts visibility. So like crazy heavy downpour. Okay, that's bad. Plus players can slip, and wind is really bad too. But usually you're looking for consistent twenty mile an hour gusts, not ten to twenty. Uh, the actual forecast says thirteen miles an hour on Sunday. Do you really think that's going to slow down a Patrick Mahomes fastball? I think not. So uh, here's what you do: the game kicks at one at noon. You'll head on over to CBSSports.com and you'll see what the latest is 
and we will have it for you, and you can make a smart decision on whether to go with players on the Ravens and Chiefs or not. One thing you can do now, though, is make plans at kicker because the wind will affect the ball that's kicked in the air because those balls will flutter like crazy all the time. So Justin Tucker, Harrison Bucker. Oh, my gosh, you can't drop them. You can't, but you might have to drop somebody else, or you just take your chances with them and hope that they get you – Six points? That's that's usually bad for Justin Tucker. Some people would say, yes, you can drop kickers, and maybe they're right. I actually think that you know, the handful of elite kickers are very valuable, and I would not drop them. And Tucker's certainly one of them, and Santos might be as well. Uh, Dave, real quick injury updates here. Eddie Pinheiro and Mike Badgley, I know they're kickers, but Badgley's not going to play. He's doubtful, and Pinheiro might not play, and he's a Monday night guy. So you won't have time to replace him. So well, it's it's shocking because Pinheiro is only owned in 12% of CBS League, so I don't know what those 12% of people are going to do, except go and get another kicker yeah, yeah. off of somebody just, else's Just roster. let you know. Uh, Marlon Mack practiced on Friday. Your take right now on the Colts' backfield. I think he's going to play, and this is a team that loves running the football a lot. I'm still concerned about Atlanta's defense and how good it is. I, I think Marlon Mack is a start if he's active. And Alshon Jeffrey, could he really play? I, technically, he could. There's a report from from out in Philadelphia that says that he's gonna. He has a really good chance to play. Let's see if he's active come Sunday against the Lions. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm so high on Nelson Aguilar this week, but I was just always under the assumption that neither Jackson nor Jeffrey were playing. And if Jeffrey's in, I think that Aguilar is like uh, flex at best. Well, and that's kind of where I have Aguilar to begin with because I think Carson Wentz is just such an aggressive passer that he's going to try and make it work with Mac Collins and J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. I think that that's I think that's a given for him. And Zach Ertz is going to get in the mix, too. I don't know if Aguilar is going to have the type of game that he had last week. Well, I don't see that happening, but no. you know, I and think I do like, very I, good. I do like the slot corner for Detroit. I think Justin Coleman's a good player. 855-212-4227. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line is brought to you by Geico. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. And we go to the phones. Paul's got a question about Josh Jacobs. He and Tyrell Williams will play at Minnesota on Sunday. Paul, what's up, man? Hey, man, I have two questions for y'all. Should I play Josh Jacobs, or should I play one of these guys over him? Malcolm Brown, Alexander Madison, Jalen Samuels, Darwin Thompson, Ido Smith. And my second question, just pick one. Woods, Boyd, Hartman, or John Brown? I'm going to go with John Brown at, at the top of the list. Week one, monster game, big touchdown catch. Week two would have been a monster game with a big touchdown catch if Josh Allen didn't actually overthrow him when he was wide open. Now he's got Cincinnati coming to his place. I think more of the same, lots of targets, lots of catches. I think John Brown is fine. And Jacobs is your man at running back. He's he's a flex for me, but a, a high-end one. I think he can get you around 80 total yards, eight fantasy points. I know that's not what you want, but it'll be better than the other guys you named. Yeah, I think that Minnesota, their run defense began to take some hits late last year. They're not a bad run defense by any means, but they're not, like, in terms of quarterbacks and wide receivers going to Minnesota, it scares the heck out of me. Running backs can have some success, like we saw with Aaron Jones last week, granted in Lambeau. But I I think, look, none of those running back options are great, Dave, so I'm not disagreeing with you. You go with Jacobs there. But just to to point it out, he has one catch in two games. So if this game starts getting away from them, like Kansas City did last week, you know, it, you might not get much from him, but those those options weren't very good. As crazy as this sounds, Adam, Frank Gore is a start ahead of Josh Jacobs yeah, this week. Yeah, no, that makes sense. There were nine running backs who had 15 carries against the Bengals last year. 
all nine of them had 100 yards or a touchdown. So I think 70 yards and a touchdown. Come on, Frank, or get there. Dave in Wisconsin. Dave, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. That's the last thing I wanted to hear about John Brown last night. I had him in DFS. Him and Miko Brown got a 70-yard call back. Yeah. Uh, he depressed me even worse than my Cubs giving me. But anyway, quick question. Um, hey, by the way, who's the slot receiver for Frisco? Here's my, here's my question. I got Carson Wentz and I got Lamar Jackson. Now, my receiver is Juju or Marquise Brown. So, I mean, what's my best combo there? Jackson with Brown or Jackson with Juju or Carson Wentz with one of those two? Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be Lamar and Juju, that that's the direction that I would go in. There's just way too much upside with Lamar Jackson, especially with Wentz missing his top two receivers. I think having Deshaun Jackson is what makes Carson Wentz such a great fantasy quarterback. And without him, I think he's just kind of a so-so one. I've I've been toying with my quarterback rankings tonight, Adam, and Wentz might fall out of my top twelve. The slot receiver for the 49ers. It was supposed to be Trent Taylor. He's on injured reserve. Richie James has served in that role so far, but they also like to mix and match and line up everyone everywhere. I will say this. There's a receiver on the 49ers named Debo Samuel. We talked about him Get a lot him. on the podcast, Get Adam. Get him. And he's still out there, and I'd say about 35 40% of CBS Sports Leagues. That's a, that's a rough estimate. He could end up being their number one guy, an amazing yards after catch receiver. 855-212-4227. If you listen to our show, you heard our podcast, you heard this stat. If you don't, 24 of the last 27 wide receivers with six or more targets against San Francisco have had either 70 yards or a touchdown or both. That is mind-blowing, and that's why Juju Smith-Schuster was Dave's. Well, that's one of the reasons why Juju was the answer. Juju versus Marquise Brown. Oh, Alan in Philadelphia, what's up, buddy? Doing, uh... Local news is reporting they're going to see how Alex oh. determination. So uh, there's your latest on that. Uh, Dave, uh, that was Adam, informative. Got, Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Adam, I want your opinion on this. Well, I got heavy exposure to Julian Edelman, obviously a speed bump last week, but um, in a zero RB league that I went to, he's my wide receiver three. The Joe Mixon owner has offered Mixon for Edelman. I just think Edelman's going to be a top 12 wide receiver rest of the year, but I wanted to get your opinion on that trade, whether I should give up Edelman for Mixon. Thanks, guys. I think it depends a little bit on what your wide receiver depth is, and assuming that you're not bare at receiver, I think you make the trade. Think about where you would draft Joe Mixon versus Julian Edelman right now, and I know that Mixon hasn't delivered the way that you'd expect through the first two weeks of the season and the ankle injury is playing a role. I still think I'd recommend drafting Mixon ahead of Edelman, even in a PPR league. Edelman's going to be good. There's no doubt about it. But if you need that running back help, I don't think you can judge Joe Mixon based on what we've seen the first two weeks of the season. I was drafting them in a PPR league like 10 picks apart, basically, but Mixon going earlier. I do think Mixon is a great by-low candidate. They had a terrible offensive line last year, and he still had a great season. I think when A.J. Green gets back, Mixon will get better. Uh, so I think the arrow is pointing up for him. And, yeah, I think it's a fair trade. Uh, so if you if you can spare to get rid of Edelman, it's really hard to get a player like Mixon at this low of a value. And not to saying Edelman's low, but, you know, he's got first-round potential, Mixon. So I agree, Dave. I would do it. Uh, all right, so 855-212-4227. The way this show works, we got three seconds per hour. Show goes till midnight. We have two hours. You're in the middle of hour number one. Our final segment of each hour is basically nothing but your calls. So that's when we'll catch up with all the callers, get 15 to 20 calls in that segment. I on Fantasy Football is back.
Adam Azer and Dave Richard here on Ion Fantasy Football, and we are live until midnight Eastern taking your phone calls, and we will get to a lot of them in this segment. I'm going to ask Dave about eight players, start or sit. Dave, you have 10 seconds per player. I've been told that we can kind of like buzz you if you get past 10 seconds. So You mean like electrocute me? <laughs> yeah. yeah so You're take, laughing about electrocuting Take your me? hand off your mixer. Okay. Matthew Stafford of Philadelphia. Like the matchup for him a lot, and I really think the Lions are going to become a passing team for the rest of the season. He is a top 10 quarterback this week. Jared Goff at Cleveland. Started the week thinking that he could pull through with 250 yards and a couple of touchdowns. I'm softening my stance on that. He's not a top 12 quarterback, but I wouldn't hate it if you started him. on Johnson at Philadelphia. Number two running back, mostly based on reputation and the chance that he could bobble the catch and run into the end zone like he did last week. Duke Johnson at the Chargers. Can't see how you can trust him at all. Carlos Hyde been playing better for Houston, and Deshaun Watson is the straw that stirs the drink there. All right, let's get some wide receivers here. DK Metcalf against New Orleans. Don't mind him as a top 30-ish type of receiver. Good, solid flex against New Orleans. I think the, the Seahawks are going to throw a bunch. Oh, that was close. Mike Williams against Houston. I think that he's probably better in non-PPR than PPR. Okay, flex. Demarcus Robinson against Baltimore. I, I hate being the guy that follows a receiver with a big game with another big game, but I think he can do it provided the weather's fine. Really liked how he looked last week. DJ Moore at Carolina. Super safe in PPR. Kyle Allen won't be a problem for him. Concerned about him scoring, and that puts the limit <laughs> yeah, you, on you, him. Sorry, in, Dave. Uh, that was PPR. five seconds. That was no, five you told seconds. me I had ten seconds. I said five for DJ Moore. Oh, yeah, well, guess what? I wasn't electrocuted <laughs> anyway, so you, you lied about it, Good and job, I'm as man. healthy as a horse right now. Good job. Way to go. 855-212-4227. That's the number. Your call's in just one second. Sunday, though, an NFL on CBS doubleheader. First, Mahomes and the Chiefs open their 2019 home schedule against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. Then Bridgewater and the Saints, or is it Taysom Hill and the Saints, head to Seattle for a late afternoon showdown with the Seahawks. A full day of football starts with JB and the guys on the NFL today on CBS. This actually is this a good week. A lot of fun games. Yes. The Cleveland Rams game. I think the Chargers Texans is really interesting. I'm excited. I think it's a great week for DFS too. I think there are so many interesting plays out there. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll win a million and retire and won't have to buzz you after 10 seconds anymore. It'll be wonderful. I can't wait. I'm I'm rooting for that too. <laughs> Thank you. Christy in Florida. Our first caller of the segment. Christy, what's up? You're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hi, guys. I need a quarterback, a Stafford, Goff, a Rivers, and I need a kicker. Joey Sly, Dan Bailey, Madison, Crosby, and Matt Bryant. Thank you. Sure. So if you're willing to keep playing matchups with kickers, I think Joey Sly is actually a great one to go with. Uh, he's been giving you double-digit fantasy points each of the first two weeks of the season. As for quarterbacks, uh, Stafford is the one that I'm most excited about. I really believe that he's got 300-yard and three-touchdown potential, and part of that is based on the matchup because the Eagles in the first two weeks of the season have given up over 300 yards and three touchdowns through the air. Yes, nine of the last 11 quarterbacks to face the Eagles have thrown for 297, 297 or more yards. Mark Sanchez and Josh Johnson, the only exceptions. And now we've hit on all of the major stats that I have for this week. The Niners against wide receivers, the Eagles against quarterbacks, and the Chiefs against quarterbacks. Wait till we talk about the Niners uh, running backs and the Bengals run defense. There's a stat there that'll pop some ears. Matt from Spokane. Matt, what's up? Hey, guys. How we doing? 
Uh, I got a quick, quick question. Um, since you guys don't necessarily think the weather in the Ravens-Chiefs game is going to be an issue right now, um, I currently have Lamar Jackson and Mark Andrews um, as my QB and tight end. I lost AB, so I'm looking at possibly flexing Marquise Brown. Do you think that's too much of a stack? And would you go with someone like Nelson Aguilar or something? My uh, opponent also has Carson Wentz. Thanks. Okay, so so we don't know about the weather because we just we don't have a DeLorean. We can't travel in time. We can't see what the weather's supposed to be like. We know the forecast out there sounds bad, but we just don't know. If the weather is really bad and visibility is an issue, I would pivot away from Brown and go with Aguilar. I really would. But it, short of that and short of the wind not being crazy bad, I think having too many Ravens is a good thing. I think you could see Lamar Jackson have a great game. I think it would normally be a high-scoring game between the Ravens and the Chiefs, and these guys would pick up lots of numbers. And, Adam, I'm getting to the point where I think Marquise Brown – could be matchup proof. He's so fast and so dangerous in this Ravens offense. Yeah, and and the two guys he mentioned, Marquise Brown and Mark Andrews, they have like half the team's targets. The only two guys that have more than six targets. Brown is 18 and Mark Andrews has 17. That's 35 out of 63 targets. That's more than half. So they get so much of it. All right, 855-212-4227. Let's go fast here. Kyle in Kentucky. Kyle, go. All right, uh, trade question. Would you trade David Montgomery and Mike Evans for Mixon, Singletary, and either Watkins or DJ Moore half-point PPR? Thanks. I kind of like the Montgomery-Evans side. I'd want to hang on to Evans for another week at least. I I think this is going to be a good week for him, actually, against the Giants. better be. Yeah, it better be. We don't know when Singletary is going to come back. I like like the Montgomery-Evans side better. Let's go to John in Florida. John, what's up? What's happening, guys? Uh, PPR, I need to start three. Uh, Diggs, Breda, Chris Thompson, Mostert, Arcega Whiteside, and Philip Dorsett. And then I need Dorsett or Arcega Whiteside in a second league. I'd probably go Dorsett over Whiteside. Um, Chris Thompson would make the the cut for me. Dorsett might make the cut for me in PPR. And I don't know if I'm ready to go with Arcega Whiteside. Wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Sorry. Let's get those names again because Diggs and Breda were in there too. Diggs, I was going to come around to Diggs. Okay. John, can you ask your first question again, please? Yes, sir. Diggs, Breda, Thompson, Mostert, and Arcega Whiteside. I need three of those. You know oh. what? I, I like Mostert, too. I, I think Diggs and Mostert should be in there, and you might as well throw Chris Thompson in as a third guy. Okay, so you're going. All right, Dave, you give the San Francisco 49ers talk here because well, I'm still a Breda guy over Mostert. Mostert got most dirt of his work, more of his work anyway, in the second half, and Breda got most of his in the first half in a Matt blowout. Breda, Matt Breda has one red zone snap through two games this season. Every other running back, including Tevin Coleman, who only played a half, has more red zone snaps, and Breda doesn't have nearly as many targets or catches as Raheem Mostert. And as a matter of fact, Mostert leads the team in red zone snaps played. I think Mostert is, is a little more versatile. I think the 49ers want to use him a little more versi- with that versatility. And the red zone work, I think it speaks for himself. So Mostert is the one that I would roll with this week against the Steelers. 855-212-4227. Caleb in Pennsylvania. Caleb, go. Hey, so I need two of these guys, uh, and at least one has to be a wide receiver, half PPR. So Christian Kirk, Mike Williams, Demarcus Robinson, Raheem Mostert, Carlos Hyde, 
Miles Sanders. At least one has to be a wide receiver. I need two of those. I'm going to go with two wide receivers. I think Christian Kirk playing out of the slot is going to give the Panthers fits. And Demarcus Robinson, not only is he fast and not only is he kind of tall at six foot one, but he was making great contested catches last week against Oakland. Assuming the high scoring game against Baltimore, I think Robinson can come through again as long as Tyreek Hill is out. Robinson's going to get a chance. He's going to continue to get good target work too. Let's go to Jason in Tennessee. Jason, you're on eye on fantasy football. Hey, yeah, I need a full point PPR. Just need one for a flex. I got Josh Gordon, Devonte Freeman, and John Ross. I'm going to tell you to go with Gordon. I, I think losing Antonio Brown is the best thing that could have happened to his value. The Jets' pass defense is not good at all, and you know that Brady is going to throw deep. And Gordon already has three deep targets on the season. I think he could pick up. He might be able to match that against the Jets in week number three. Yeah, and I agree. But if Devontae Freeman can't get it going this week, we're going to have to start sounding the alarm. No Darius Leonard, and the run defense for the Colts has already been bad in their first two games against Eckler and Derrick Henry. So, I mean, he's got to yeah. get it going. But, yes, I, I too, would, would play Josh Gordon. And, I, and as a guy who has a lot of Josh Gordon drafted him before the Antonio Brown You're side. You're a happy camper, aren't you? I am. I think it's huge for him. I think it's huge. And for Edelman, too. You know, Freeman's only been playing 55% of the snaps for the Falcons. I think it's worth stashing Edo Smith right now. Because if Freeman can't get it done, Smith has been able to make plays with the offensive line playing as poorly as it has for Atlanta. And he's out there in, like, 60% of CBS Sports Leagues. You could stash him on your bench and uh, see if he gets some more work this week. It could be interesting. Rapid-fire phone calls for the next five minutes here to conclude our number one. Robert in Cleveland. Robert, go. Um, tight end, non-PPR, TJ Hankerson or Vance McDonald. And for Flex, James White, Brandon Cooks for Kenny Galladay. Uh, oh, Galladay. Absolutely Galladay against that Eagles secondary. And Vance McDonald with Mason Rudolph, that sounds better to me than Hawkinson. Ooh, what? Yeah. Okay. I know. Coming All from right. me, that's crazy, yes. right? Because I did not like Vance McDonald coming into the season. I think the Steelers need short area targets to keep Rudolph safe and, and keep the chains moving. And against the San Francisco 49ers and their safeties are banged up, I think that there's an opportunity there for McDonald. Uh, 855-212-4227. Novell in Maryland. Go. Go Canes, guys. <laughs> All right, um, sort of. Uh, I got a standard league. I need one. Demarcus, Robinson, Edelman, Gordon, or Tyrell. I'm going one. with Gordon again. You know, if Tyrell Williams was playing against almost anybody else and if he were healthy, that would be the pick. But I can't do it with the hit pointer against the Vikings. I, I, I think that you're mm-hmm. going to see him struggle a little bit. I think Derek Carr struggles too. Yeah, yeah, I think so. 855-212-4227. Mo in Chicago. Mo, go. Hey, guys. Um, PPR League running back position, Kenyon Drake or Justin Jackson? You know, when he said Drake, I was thinking to myself, all right, it's definitely going to be the other guy. And then he said Justin Jackson, and I don't know about that. I, I think I'll say if those are literally your only two options, I'll go with Jackson. He had a touchdown run called back last week. Can't trust any Dolphins players in my fantasy line yeah, right now. Yeah, he had five catches, Drake, last week, but, man, he's still just doing nothing with it. Jason's in New York. Jason, go. Hey, guys. First time, long time. Just All a right. quick question. Flex position, Heath or Ben, can I ever trust advice from any of them? Thanks so much. <laughs> oh, you can oh, absolutely on, trust Jason. their advice. What you talking about? Those guys are awesome. Ben writes this story each week on CBSports.com called Stealing Signals. Yes. It might be the most um, groundbreaking story we've ever had. It is long. 
it is it is detailed and it tells you everything that you need to know about what teams are doing. I love it. Highly recommend looking for Ben Gretsch's story called Stealing Signals on CBSSports.com. And I, for whatever reason, Heath is just a little too high on the Panthers passing game. Two weeks in a row. Yeah. Camp number one last week and DJ Moore top I, I 10 think, this week to be determined. I think he's really buying into the matchups more so than what's actually happening on film. That's why I wasn't high on Cam last week, but I'm kind of into Kyle Allen. All right, we're not exactly going rapid fire here. My bad. Lewis in Connecticut. Lewis, go. Hey, guys, so I need one wide receiver, Marquise Brown, um, Josh Gordon, or Tyra Williams. And That's a one question per caller, please. Uh, Dave, oh, go don't ahead. be mean to Lewis. He can call back. I'm going to go with Brown over Gordon. I wasn't being mean. Sorry, Lewis. I, I won't go with Brown if the weather is Dave, horrible shush. in Kansas City. Dean in Connecticut. Now you're Dean, go. Me. Hey, um, I know Jamie and Dave flip-flop on this, Adam, and I respect your opinion, Adam. You should do rankings. But no. I just heard Dave a couple seconds ago saying he's worried about Tyrell Williams. I got this Aguilar thing. I picked him off the waiver wire. I, I want to start Williams or Ag- Aguilar. Adam, what do you say? I would and, go with Aguilar, even if Alshon plays, because it's just it, Tyrell Williams at Minnesota just really scares me, especially since he's not 100% healthy. So I, I would go with Aguilar. I, I think we're going to get a lot of points in that Detroit-Philadelphia game. Dave, agree? No. Especially okay. if catches don't count, I would still take Williams over Aguilar. But I'm not a huge Aguilar fan. Joseph in Ohio. Joseph, go. 16 PPR uh, flex position. Andrew Aguilar, Greg Olson, or McCoy? Olson. All right. Olson against you. that Cardinals defense. Dan in New York. Dan, go. Hey, quick question, trade question. I have Mozart. I got offered DJ Chark. What do you think I should do rest of the season? Does Mostert lose his uh, yes. share? Yes, you are back? trading a part-time running back for the best receiver in Jacksonville, and Gardner Minshew is proving that he's not your typical rookie. Make the deal. Getting DJ Chark, you should do 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 to do that trade, right, Dave? <laughs> Perfect, Adam. Perfect. Well done. In a world where your fantasy football host makes cheesy puns once an hour, make sure you stay tuned for hour number two here on CBS Sports Radio. We're coming back with more of your calls, more reaction to the Antonio Brown release, and everything else you need to know from around the NFL. Hour number two coming up after this. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. CBS Sports Radio presents Eye on Fantasy Football. Jackson wants to throw, has all day going deep, looking for Hollywood Brown. He's got him. Dolphins 30, leg race 20, and he's going to score. Hollywood Brown, his second touchdown. Quick throw. This is Julio Jones. 45, 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown Atlanta. Holy goodness smoke. Mason Rudolph in the gun. Waits. Throws a little... Shotgun. Minshew looking for it all. Floats it to the left side. It is caught. DJ Chark in the end zone. Touchdown, Jaguars. Good placement. Boot by Eddie Pinheiro. Kick to the uprights. And the kick is good for the win. Pinheiro with the narrow kick to send Denver down as time expires. Here are your hosts. 
Adam Azer and Dave Richard. Welcome to hour number two of Ion Fantasy Football. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Home is so much more than a house. It's the home of your dreams. And for 30 years, they've been making it better. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. What's up? We got another hour of your calls and some fantasy advice coming your way. I'm Adam Azer with Dave Richard. If you missed hour number one, it was fine. Right, Dave? It was solid five out of ten. In an hour where <laughs> fantasy football guys help people with their leagues, we were okay. We were just Okay, but Hopefully we can we're better. get better in the second hour. I never, I always try to do poorly in hour number one. That way, I can, you know, bring it in hour number two. I'm a second half player. Oh, I feel bad for your wife, <laughs> but I'm, you know, like your afternoons, you just loaf on the couch and you do absolutely. I have no nothing. idea what that means. No, I'm telling you what it means. Okay. Like on a lazy Saturday, you're not doing anything, and the wife's like, "Well, don't you want to fix things around the house?" And you're like, "Nah, I'm watching Netflix." And you're not even watching, like, the TV's off and you're asleep on the couch. Actually. But then at nighttime, you're taking your wife out. And no. Painting the town red. And she goes, you know what? This Adam, he's a good guy. In 14 months of parenthood, we have had a babysitter once. One time we've gone out and left the child home. Uh, and today was the exact opposite. I was a first half dad slash husband. I did a lot this morning. I cleaned my dishwasher filter until about... Six months ago, I didn't even know dishwashers had filters. Did you know that, Dave? Yes. I didn't know that. Clean oh. the hell out of it. I mean, we, you <laughs> have disgusting. to because otherwise it stinks up the whole house. It was it was really gross. So It's the Miami Dolphins of appliances right there. Yeah, and the dishes weren't getting clean. So anyway, I'm going to give you four games, and you're going to tell me in 30 seconds per game, starts and sits. Ready? Let's do this. Okay, we're going to buzz you. Baltimore, Kansas City. Pretty much everybody that you think should be a start is a start. The quarterbacks, LaShawn McCoy looks like he's a number two running back. Mark Ingram, more like a top 12 type running back. I really like him to bounce back in this game. Kelsey, Mark Andrews, the Mandrews, I know what to do with him. Marquise Brown is a good number two receiver. And I think Sammy Watkins, obviously top 15 type guy. Demarcus Robinson, McCole Hardman, if you picked him up off waivers and you need a jolt for your offense, you can roll with them. Ooh, 25 seconds, very nice. Would you start LaShawn McCoy or Sony Michelle? I'll take Sony Michelle. LaShawn McCoy or Miles Sanders? Uh, McCoy over Miles Sanders, for sure. Okay, LaShawn McCoy or Josh Jacobs? Say that one more time. Josh Jacobs. I'll take him over Jacobs, yeah. McCoy, okay. Uh, which Robinson or Hartman, who do you like better? Robinson. And would you take Robinson or Nelson Aguilar if Jeffrey's out? What's the scoring? Half PPR. <laughs> I'll take Robinson. All right, let's go to our next game. It is Carolina-Arizona. Should be a fun game. I, I, I think Kyle Allen will be okay. I don't think he could be any worse than Cam Newton has been over the first two games of the season. And I think you could see lots of target volume for DJ Moore, for Greg Olson, for Curtis Samuel. And McCaffrey has to bounce back against Arizona. Are you kidding me? This Cardinals defense isn't that good. And on the other side of the ball, Kyler Murray, a sneaky sleeper this week. I know people are looking at him in DFS. I'd actually look at Kyle Allen in DFS because his price is so cheap. Larry Fitzgerald, Christian Kirk, they are must-starts at this point. And David Johnson you're going to roll with as well. Would you start Kyler Murray or Jared Goff? I've got Goff ranked higher as of now. Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield? I'll take Murray over Mayfield. I am not impressed with what I've seen from Baker. New Orleans and Seattle. Teddy Bridgewater going to Seattle. What do you think? Teddy Bridgewater? What happened to Drew Brees? <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. I knew what happened to Drew Brees. Uh, let's start with Seattle. I think Chris Carson could see a huge workload. We know that Rashad Penny hurt his hamstring on Friday. Carson could be a great DFS play and, of course, a must-start in fantasy. I think the Saints can do enough 
to force Seattle to throw a little bit. And I think they just are trying to get DK Metcalf going. So I like him as a flex. Tyler Lockett, you got to love as a top 15 fantasy receiver. And Russell Wilson, a top 12 fantasy quarterback. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, those are the guys you're going to continue to start for the Saints. I'm rolling right through your buzzer, buddy. I don't know (laughs) if there's anybody else on New Orleans I trust outside of those two. Uh, you, you shouldn't have made that little joke about Breeze at the beginning. It cost you. And this is such an interesting game. Houston at the Chargers. I have a trade offer out there. I offered Marquise Brown up for uh, Deshaun Watson. Somebody please just accept that trade already. I want Watson. But Houston, LAC, what do you got? I think the Texans are going to throw a lot. The Chargers secondary is very banged up. Both of their starting safeties are out. One of their cornerbacks, Brandon Faison, has been attacked by opposing offenses. So look for DeAndre Hopkins to do his thing. And Will Fuller is going to be a sneaky play this week. I have a feeling that he can finally put up some big numbers. And the Chargers are going to continue to operate as they have been. Eckler is going to get his numbers. Keenan Allen is going to get his. Mike Williams is a decent flex. Phillip Rivers in the conversation as a top-12 quarterback this week. Very good. 25 seconds. Phillip Rivers or Kyler Murray? I'll take Rivers over Murray. I'll take Rivers over Jared Goff, too. Cool. All right. Before we get to your calls at 855-212-4227, I've been seeing people pick up Philip Dorsett. I think he has five touchdown catches in his last five games or six games. I'll, ch- I'll double check. Going back to the postseason last year, in week 17, actually, of last year, but including the postseason, I think it's five touchdown catches in six games, but um, I don't know. I'm not really that interested in him. He gets so few targets. So what do you think, Dorsett? I agree with you. I I think Dorsett, you know, he had that great week one, and now everybody thinks that he's going to be, you know, this amazing fantasy receiver. I, I, I have a hard time buying it because he really hasn't been one over the balance of his career. And, yeah, late last season, he had a game with a touchdown in week 17, and then in the playoffs he scored two more times, and then he's off to a good start already this year, at least in week one. You can give him a pass on week two. I don't think he's going to see the type of work that necessitates him being a must-start in fantasy. I think a lot of people are just gravitating toward him because Antonio Brown got cut, and he's going to be the next guy up. But there are so many other receivers out there that, that make better sense than that. Debo Samuel in San Francisco, he could be the number one in San Francisco. I'd much rather have him. Yeah, he just he hasn't gotten more than five targets in any of those last six games. It's five touchdown catches in his last six games, and I just can't really buy into that for Dorsett. But if you're in a deeper league, a 14-team league or something, it's not terrible. Five targets from Tom Brady and hey. obviously some red zone looks. It's, sure. you know, it's something. Can I give you another sleeper receiver? But he might be just yeah. for the next one to three weeks. Devin Smith in Dallas. Mm-hmm. He's going to replace Michael Gallup. You want to talk about a guy replacing a guy. Smith is going to replace Gallup. The way that this Dallas offense looks has been outstanding. Also a very sneaky DFS play after he had a long touchdown last week. And Golden Tate is 49% owned now. And I like, still like Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Not necessarily this week. But I think I like his long-term prospects. And he's been dropped. MVS is 65% owned. Okay. Let's go to the phones. Andrew in Boston. Andrew, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, Phyllis. Uh, so in my half-point um, dynasty league, I need a wide receiver and a flex out of uh, James White, Terry McLaurin, Nicole Hardman, or Brandon Cooks. And do I really consider starting uh, Kyle Allen over Jared Goff because I already lost Breeze and Andrew Luck in the offseason? Yeah, I, that that stinks. No, I would go with golf over Kyle Allen. It just seems like the safer thing to do. I mean, what if Kyle Allen goes out there and is miserable? You know, it's one thing to do it in DFS. You just, you know, burn him in a couple of lineups. But you don't want to take the loss that way in fantasy. I'm going to go with James White and Cooks for your receiver and your flex. Thanks a lot, Andrew. 
855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Adam in Baltimore. Adam, welcome to the show. Yeah, hi. Um, Pick three of these uh, running backs. I have uh, Chubb, Carson, Eckler, and Mark Ingram. Damn, dude. You're loaded, Adam. Target all the running backs. I I know which Adam on this show right now is better than the other Adam. (laughs) Ingram Ingram is the one that I'm sitting from that group. It would be a little bit different if Rashad Penny didn't get hurt in practice on Friday, but I think Penny actually has a chance of missing this game, and I would love to see Chris Carson get a big workload against the Saints defense. All right, so hypothetical then for the better Adam. If if, uh, if Penny plays. But we're not going to know that. We well, might we get might, a re- we, we might get a report all the time. I mean, it, we might get a report. You're right. Yeah. You know, almost as soon as we get off the air, we start hearing about what's going right. to happen <laughs> in in the week's action. Yeah, if Penny sounds like he's going to play, and maybe even something comes out about him getting more work than he has been, then you can make the switch. Yeah, so you go from Carson to Ingram, and Carson yep. fumbled twice so far. But he, you know, as Ben Gretsch was telling me on our mailbag episode, I didn't realize this. He didn't exactly fumble twice last week, Chris Carson, because one of the fumbles was charged right. to Russell Wilson, but it was Carson's fault. So that's really three fumbles for him in two games. It's not great. Uh, 855-212-4227. Let's go to the Better Dave, Dave in Ohio. Hello, Better Dave. Yeah, PPR, Russell Wilson, uh, Tom Brady. Hmm. In a PPR league, I think I'd go with Wilson over Brady. And it, this is a change now because Brady was ranked much higher with Antonio Brown. But without him on the field, and I know he's playing against the Jets. Oh, dude, he's going to light up the Jets. I don't know if he's going to. He always he, look, does look, well at home against the he, Jets. Could he? Yes. Will he? I, I think they're going to try and run the ball a little bit, too. They've got some offensive line con- concerns. They're going to do whatever they fix. want, basically. Well, you might think that, but they're starting at least one backup tackle, if not two backup tackles. And the interior's got some question marks, and the Jets have a pretty strong defensive line. Uh, well, yeah, that's why. Wouldn't it be harder to run the ball on the Jets than throw the ball? Because they have a be. bad secondary. It, listen, they're back-to-back in my rankings. I think Wilson has a better shot at having a big game than Brady. 855-212-4227. Wilson's always tricky because he just doesn't throw that much, but he's just so good. I think he might have to throw around 30 times, and he's so that'd be, efficient. That'd be that big that would for be, him. That would be mm-hmm. like three touchdowns and 300 yards for him because he just is just so wildly efficient. All right, last stat here. Uh, Tom Brady in his last five games against the Jets at home, 26 or more fantasy points in four or five games in six-point-per-pass touchdowns. pretty good. Lead. Listen, yeah. I'm he not saying he's going to be bad. He struggles at the Jets, but he's usually pretty good at home against the Jets. Let's go to Bobby in Minnesota. Bobby, you're on Ion Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. So I'm in a PPR league. I need two wide receivers and a flex. I got Juju Smith, Sammy Watkins, Todd Gurley, and Amari Cooper. Ooh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting Gurley. I, I love the upside for those other three receivers. But is this where you might sit Juju just with the uncertainty of Mason Rudolph? Because, look, you look at Juju's stats last week. About 45 okay. of the yards came on a flea flicker. Did so, you? Did we hear if it's PPR or not, Bobby? What do you got? PPR. PPR. That that clinches it for me. All right, I'm going with the three receivers. Sitting, sitting, Todd Gurley. He's got his Holy receivers cow. are amazing. They are. They are. All right, it's fine. Hey, get it, man. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. We're gonna take a break. When we come back, we'll have the musical stylings of Pat from Ohio and more of your phone calls. Stick around. Eye on Fantasy Football is back. Yes, that's right. There could be some thunder 
in Kansas City this week. And Dave, I am uh, dropping Harrison Butker for Zane Gonzalez. Uh, really? You can't get your hands on Joey Sly? I could get my hands on Joey Sly, but I'm concerned that Carolina could be so bad offensively with a backup quarterback that I don't want to take the risk. You know, Zane Gonzalez, actually, because the Cardinals have a pretty good offense. He's, kicking, he's, he's been really good. He's like the number five kicker in fantasy. He has been. But Joey Sly is number one. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd rather go with Sly than Gonzalez, but they're both not bad. All right, welcome back to the show. 855-212-4227 is the phone number. We'll get your calls in a minute. But, uh, hey, listen, we got a, we got a question from someone very near and dear to us. Our producer, Ryan Hickey. Welcome, Ryan. How you doing, man? Oh, wow. Thank you for letting me voice this question over the air. I appreciate it. First, tell us in your two-quarterback league who your quarterbacks last week. This is pretty awesome. Uh, Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger. And you also oh, you had poor soul. Sam Donald on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So now he's got a question. He has three quarterbacks to choose from, and he needs two, Dave. And he asked me, and I said, I, I said, who do you think you should go with? And then he gave me his answer, and I said, you know what? I'm just going to let Dave yell at you. So, Ryan, take <laughs> it away. So as you can see, I was uh, going, you know, really just hunting for quarterbacks I have. Teddy Bridgewater, Mason Rudolph, and Jameis Winston need to start two of the three. And who are you leaning toward? I was leaning towards starting Rudolph and Bridgewater. Yeah, I'm I'm going to tell you that you're half right, but you were going to be half right no matter <laughs> yeah. what because you've got to start two. Uh, what's the trepidation in starting Jameis Winston? Is it because he's just been so disappointing through the first two weeks of the season and you were expecting so much more? Yes, his inconsistency is just maddening. I agree, which is why I think this is kind of a make-or-break week for him against the Giants because you want to talk about maddening. They don't get much more maddening than the New York Giants defense circa 2019. Their pass rush isn't very good. Their secondary has been absolutely blitzed, and I think you're going to see Jameis Winston have have a pretty good game against them. I don't have him in my top 12. He's in my top 15, but given the state of your quarterbacks, top 15 sounds pretty darn good. Yeah, I would go with Winston, and I would go with Rudolph as well. Thanks for calling, Ryan. We appreciate it. <laughs> Ryan, you're doing an awesome job. Man. No, he is. He's a great producer. 855-212-4227 is the number. He'll be answering your phone calls. But that brings us to our topic here of some sleepers. Dave, uh, give me give me a few sleepers for this week. And I think, you know, Jameis Winston would qualify there because people are obviously down on him. But Peyton Barber maybe. But anyway, who do you got? I think Will Fuller is a sleeper this week. We talked about it earlier. The secondary for the Chargers banged up, and, and Deshaun Watson should be able to do his thing. And I think the run defense for the Chargers is better than the numbers say that they are. And I think that that'll hurt Carlos Hyde. So Will Fuller is, is a sleeper for me this week. And so, too, is Matthew Stafford, who a lot of people have picked up, and they're not sure what to do with him. I think he's got a shot at a monster game for the Detroit Lions. I think he's going to be the genesis of their offense moving forward. And just to put it out there, Frank Gore is also a sleeper. He's just really been um, incredible. The first yeah. two weeks of the season, the workload's been incredible, and I think he could be really incredible. Yeah, Plus, the Bengals are awful, but Dave, I just just benched in a in a half PPR, no, a non PPR league, standard scoring. I just just benched Will Fuller for Frank Gore, and I might switch that back. But what do you think, Fuller or Gore? I think Gore is safer. Right. I, I, that's probably the only reason why I'd go with him. And the fact that there's no Devin Singletary playing. And, and the Bengals gave up over 300 yards and three touchdowns to 49ers running backs last weekend. I don't think they're going to get it fixed in time for the matchup against Buffalo. 
How about some busts this week? Philip Lindsay is splitting time evenly with Royce Freeman. And I poo-pooed Freeman in the preseason. He's looked better than Lindsay. Been more efficient on the ground and through the air. So Lindsay is someone that I don't want to go with. John Ross, I think, is okay as a flex. Same thing with Tyrell Williams. But I don't think that they've got the upside that they normally do. Ross, especially, difficult matchup against Buffalo. They do a great job with their zone defense of limiting receivers to have big plays. And I just don't know how you can trust O.J. Howard at this point. I know that the matchup against the Giants is really good, but I'd rather I, – I, I can see trusting Jameis, but O.J. Howard, who's only running about 20 to 25 routes per game anyway, just it doesn't seem like he's going to break out like we thought he would. Well, the Giants' defense is obviously really bad. It's, it's not just that they can't cover anyone. It's, as you mentioned, their pass rush is non-existent. So this is – you talk about make or break for Jameis. I mean, it's definitely make or break for O.J. Howard. And it's easy to not trust the quarterback, but tight end's a little bit different. Like, I'm not starting Vernon Davis over O.J. Howard. I'm not starting no. – I know you would, but I don't think I would start Jason Witten over O.J. Howard. But you would, right? I would. Yeah, Witten and I get it. is a sleeper it. for me this week. Sure, sure. I mean, the Dolphins are worse than the, than the Giants. But Howard is set up to finally have a good week. I think Bruce Arians wants that to happen, you know. I think he's hoping that Howard takes that step up. And, uh, you know, I'm hoping that this is the week. Okay, let's go to the phones. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Pat in Ohio. Take it away. What is up, fellas? Yes, Pat. He came out of Minnesota. Let go, little green arrow pointing harder. Smoke on Teddy Bridgewater. The fire <laughs> in the sky. Bruce only giving one thumbs up. Big Ben taking sacks to the face. He's tough, is tough. Lame all elbow and arrow for Mason Rudolph to the race going up. Snoop Dogg like Blue Ball and Chronic. I'm on it. I got Fab on him, messing with Adam in the same league. I got Fab on him, 30, got me stuck, bit too high for me. When Coleman went out in waivers, what did I expect to find? Was it the handcuffs I left behind? My claims were too far away. Lead back to myself, my Brita, Brita, slipping through my hands, slipping through my hands again. And I also like mustard on my biscuits. Last I Belichick, you know, does like Butterfingers. Anthony lend me a hand, Pete singing Carol, and Belichick one two, one two. What to do? Pick two. Tristan Carson rated, Penny, Penny in his Jets, Sony Michel High Bell, and this Justin Better Grip Jackson. Two bags of chips, that's two for me, Lucy and Loopley. Get the snow out of here. Have a lovely evening. I just heard that fuel song uh on the way to the show, and I love that song, and now I just heard it from Pat in Ohio. That's terrific. Okay, I don't know what the question is. Chris Carson and something else, Dave. Sony and Chris Carson, and I think there was a third name, and I don't know Pat, how. Pat, what's the is. third name? Uh, Rashard Penny and Justin Jackson. All right, so I'm I'm picking between Penny and Jackson, and that's it. No, no, it's and it's Carson, Carson, Sony, Michelle. Yeah, let's go with Carson and Sony. Yeah, and those call two. it a night. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome, Pat. Yeah, good job, Pat. That was terrific. Smoke on the water. Good stuff. Easy question, but terrific delivery. Gene in Cleveland. Gene, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Hey, what's going on, fellas? What's hey, up, Gene. man? What are you singing for us today? <laughs> 12 team PPR. I got Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, and Larry Fitzgerald. Also picked up Demarcus Robinson. Do I start him over Fitz or Fitz over him? You're starting Fitz over him. Larry Fitzgerald has been playing so well this year 
that it's impossible to sit him. He's he's meshed extremely well with this offense. I think he has already four plays of 40-plus yards, and last year he didn't have any. Do you know what he's giving opposing defenses? What's he giving him? Fitz! Come on, come on. I told you, what an hour. What an hour. <laughs> you're so proud of yourself. Even, I can tell that you're proud of yourself. Even Pete look McCarthy, the update guy, gave me this like look of just disappointment. I would say disappointment, but he's got a Jets hat on, so, you know. Lori in California. Lori, you're on High on Fantasy Football. Hey, guys. How are you? I am in your podcast league. and Oh, what's uh, up? Dave, hello, Dave. You beat me week one. I so, uh, had to do it, Lori. I'm sorry. I know. You know what? And, uh, Adam, if you want Sly, hey, I got him. Give me Fuller because he's been <laughs> in your league. <laughs> I can't have Fuller in every and, league. Sorry. And you, and you do have to – I have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. you got to take your wife out more. I know it's hard, but come on. Hey, we just we just like watching TV. <laughs> like, that's our thing. I get it. I, it's not I that we don't – we like staying in. We're like, oh, I can't wait till he goes to sleep. We're going to Netflix and chill. That's what we do. And I can tell both of you, I've got a 15-year-old and a 12-year-old, and I leave them at home with my wife all the time, and my <laughs> wife and I hit the town. Nice. You've got a lot to look forward to. Adam, Lori, you guys have a bright futures ahead with yes. your spouses. Um, I think I'm older than you, Dave. So I don't think um, so. Yeah, I started. I started way late. But hey, guys, thank you so much for letting me in the league. We're having fun. Um, I'm a big Dallas fan, and uh, but I've got John Ross and Randall Cobb, and I know that neither one of those are really good. But what do you think? I think it's got to be Ross. I mean, there's just way more. Uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Am I playing you this week? No, <laughs> no you already beat him. Okay, I've already, I'm already I'm done, dead. so now I can give real yeah. advice. Otherwise, I was going to yeah, be like, yeah, start exactly. Randall Cobb. No, uh, Ross, just based on the upside alone, it, it, it's worth it for him. It's going to be a tough matchup for him. With Cobb, you got to worry about, is he going to get enough targets? And right. is Dallas even going to be able to throw enough? I, I think you'll see Dak be wildly efficient. He's a top five fantasy quarterback, that's but I don't know if I got, Cobb. I got Elliott, so. Yeah, that's a good guy we'll to have on a, your fantasy yeah. squad. Have, put Ross in your game. lineup with him. All right, Lori. Lori, <laughs> thank you. Guys. We appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, we got to get out of the house. Absolutely. Numbers 855-212-4227. Pete, uh, wait, you didn't like that joke? The Fitz joke? It just brought all of it back to me, you know, the the teasing Fitzpatrick, he's going to oh, save Fitz it all. Oh, Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay. Was yeah, it yeah. not Fitzpatrick? No, Fitz, it was Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, Fitzgerald, that's fine. See, yeah, I, no. that's how much Ryan Fitzpatrick still sticks with me. Right, right. As is it, I yeah. hear Fitz, and then that's where it goes. But Falk, you know, you got yeah, oh, him to look forward to. Looks great tomorrow. Boy. Sam Darnold, second best young quarterback in New York. In New York City, <laughs> Come anyway. on, get yeah. out of here. <laughs> I on Fantasy Football is back. Welcome back, everybody. Our final segment of the night, then we're turning it over to the huge show on CBS Sports Radio at midnight Eastern. Fun college football games to talk about. And I think we're going to get some great NFL games tomorrow. Dave Richard, which game are you looking forward to the most? I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how the Steelers play with Mason Rudolph. I think the Steelers 49ers game is the one that I'm, believe it or not, looking forward to the most. And I just have a funny feeling that Mason Rudolph won't be as bad as people think he's going to be. And the addition of Minka Fitzpatrick to the Steelers defense Gives them a much better unit than what they had before. He'll overcome some of the injuries that they had. The Steelers are going to upset the 49ers tomorrow. No way. Uh, is, well, first of all, is that an upset? Who's favored? The Niners. Yeah, I, I don't think so. Really? By like I, I almost know. a touchdown. I don't know what people think of the Niners, you know? Like they've beaten 
the Bucks and Bengals, so I'm not right. sure. I like them. I think they're good. I but I it, think it wouldn't shock me if Pittsburgh. I actually don't really like Pittsburgh that much. I think I picked them to miss the playoffs. I'm not really big on Pittsburgh. Well, that's fine, but obviously and, and now. they probably are going to miss the playoffs yeah. if Mason Rudolph doesn't turn out to be, you know, Gardner Minshew. But I think that <laughs> I think I think they're making moves now because they they have confidence in Mason Rudolph. And I think the addition of Deontay Johnson to that offense is going to help push them along and make them a little bit more explosive than where they were before. All right. So I uh, I think I'm I'm sorry to be a homer here, but I'm really looking forward to the Giants. I really want to see what Daniel Jones can do. I think he's going to be great. He was so good in the preseason. He I think was he can so be good. Really good. And I'm really looking forward to it to to see what the Giants have there with Daniel Jones. And I don't know that he's got enough talent around him to be super fantasy relevant, but he could be. A streamer? I mean, I always say Josh McCown was a pretty good streamer once upon a time. Not the last year, the year before. So, you know, you never know. It could be Daniel Jones this year that we're looking at to start. So let's take as many phone calls as we can get to here. Just one question per caller. Just a question and an answer. Let's try to get 20 to 30 calls. Here we go. 855-212-4227. Josh in Kansas City. Go. Hey, guys. TPR Flex. Joe Mixon or DJ Moore? I'm going to take Moore over Mixon because it's PPR. Those catches will rack up quick for Moore. Anthony in Chicago, go. Hey, guys, PPR. I need to pick a running back, and then I need a wide receiver flex. Not sure if that's asking too much. I got Devontae Freeman and Shady McCoy for running back, and then for wide receiver flex, I got Emmanuel Sanders, uh, A-Rob, Tyler Lockett, and Hawkinson. I like Hawkinson, though, because I feel like Matt Stafford's going to have a big week, so I just figure I'd throw him in the mix. You know, what happened last week to Hawkinson is that he had to block a little bit more, and I think that that might have to be the case again, is that Hawkinson won't run as many routes. So I like Lockett as your flex. I don't know if there's a receiver and a flex there. So if there was, it's Lockett and Emmanuel Sanders. And I'll ride with Devontae Freeman for one more week, especially in this matchup against the Colts. Thanks, Anthony. 855-212-4227. Aid, am I pronouncing that right? In Cleveland, I'm sorry. Aid, I... yeah. Oh, yeah. What... okay. What's up, man? Yeah. Non PPR, two wide receivers between Amari Cooper, Sammy Watkins, Josh Gordon, or DK Metcalf. You, you were great with the first two. Sammy and Cooper is the direction I'd point you in. I think Watkins is going to go crazy this week. I can't believe he didn't do better last week. If the weather, let's just yes. say it again. If the weather just happens to be absolutely bonkers in Kansas City, then you can sub in Gordon for Watkins. 855-212-4227. We go to Nick in Orlando. Nick, what's going on? Hey, PPR Flex, Robert Woods or Josh Gordon? I'll take Gordon over Woods. Interesting. I'm, I'm still waiting. I'm waiting for this Rams offense to really explode. There's a chance it happens Sunday night because the Browns secondary has some injuries, but I'm, I'm not ready to, to say goodbye to Gordon yet. Let's go to Hakeem. Hakeem's in Baltimore. Hakeem, you're on Eye on Fantasy Football. Once again, I got Patrick Mahomes <laughs> and Lamar Jackson. Who am I going with? I'm two for two, right? Yeah, I, I started Lamar last week and the week before. Mm, I think I told wow. you to start. I told you to start Mahomes last week, and Mahomes oh, no. was better. I well, think. Well, I started. I started. I'm two and zero, and I started Lamar both weeks. Okay, but I've been right on this twice. I said Lamar Jackson week one, Mahomes week two. So, Dave, I am going to go three for three. Patrick Mahomes. In week three. I'm with you on that one. And then start shopping Jackson. He's got (laughs) another good matchup in week four. Week five, he's at Pittsburgh. That's when the other shoe could drop with him. Okay, I'm sorry. Shop him, though. You Shop him. Somebody traded him for Le'Veon Bell, you know, one of our emailers. Shop him for something amazing. Because I am not convinced he's not going to be amazing this year. 
I don't care about the matchups. He's playing so damn well. I'm not just giving up Lamar Jackson, letting somebody else beat me with Lamar when Jackson. When your other quarterback is Patrick Mahomes, but you why can give, give up, up Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but what are you getting? What What's the lowest you would take for Lamar Jackson? You know what? Somebody asked me if I should if they should trade Lamar Jackson for Adam Thielen. Yes. And I yes. thought, I, I, I said no. I said really? you should wait and aim even higher than that. I still like feeling. I like feeling more. I think than uh, I after watching Kirk Cousins last week, I got. I'm getting. What, he's a new quarterback. Adam Thielen was amazing last year. Yeah, that was last year. But Cousins just look. He was he's the so same scatter guy. shot. Yeah, and they play a lot of winning teams this year. That's bad. <laughs> that doesn't mean Thielen can't do well. It just means Cousins won't do well. Eight five. Well, who's throwing him the it ball? It doesn't matter. Adam. I mean, it, we liked Odell Beckham with Eli Manning. We like Deshaun Watson with all the garbage he's had. And Minnesota's a team that's trying to not throw the ball that much. They attempted 10 passes in week one. I think Thielen's still a number one receiver, and I would give up Jackson for him. You don't think Thielen's a number one receiver? I, I would be greedy. 855-212-4227. And Dave makes a good point. You probably can do better than that. Jeff in Chicago. Jeff, go. Who do I start a quarterback? Philip Rivers or Tyler Murray? I'm going to go with Rivers over Murray. Uh, better matchup for him, and he's at home. Pete in Buffalo. Pete, go. Hey, um, I'm in a 32-person league. I need a flex player for Elson Jeffries. Do you guys know anybody deep that I can get deep, deep, deep in the football league? Yeah, sure. Uh, I mean, Devin Smith is still out there in like 90% of CBS Sports leagues. I'd recommend him as a, a deep flyer for this week. He's on the Cowboys. Very interesting player, and he's going to get a lot of playing time. Deontay Johnson could be another one uh, in Pittsburgh now that he's getting an opportunity to play more. I think Ty Johnson's probably owned in that kind of league, but that was the first name that came to mind. That's not a that's not a bad one. I just don't know if you can start him this week. 855-212-4227. That's the number, 855-212-4CBS. I think we have eight calls so far. Sonny in Minnesota. What's up, Sonny? Hey, guys. How are we doing? Awesome, What's up, Sonny? So, a quick question. I've been a little flagged this year. I've lost Antonio Brown this week, Alshon Jeffrey, and Michael Gallup. I need two receivers and a flex out of Mikhail Hardman, Devonta Freeman, Calvin Ridley, and Nelson Aguilar. Well, Ridley for sure. Freeman for mm-hmm. sure. Yep. And, and if uh, weather pending, I'd go Hardman over Aguilar if it's non-PPR. Okay. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Andrea in Buffalo. Andrea, welcome to the show. Hi guys. Um, it's a non PPR league. I need a flex. Uh, Mike Williams, Frank Gore, and Nicole Hartman. I'm gonna go with Gore. Yeah. Go with really? the Bills. Bills running back. Now that he's got this big workload in front of him, she's from the Buffalo, Bengals. and she can't even believe you just said that. I, I can't believe I'm saying it. Frank Gore, <laughs> 36 years old. I'm not joking around. This is a running back who's 36 years old, and he's playing in the NFL. And I think he's actually going to do well this week. Uh, I, I'm, I'm rolling with him, but I wouldn't trust him moving forward. I went to college with Frank Gore. That's how old Frank Gore is. I was in that college before you and Frank Gore <laughs> were in that college. That's that how old, old I am. A five five two one two four two two seven. Tyler in Washington. Tyler, go. Uh, first of all, love the show, guys. Uh, PPR. Uh, we got uh, Aaron Jones versus Carry On. Okay. And then I also want to throw in uh, what you think about Aaron Jones versus Chris Carson. I'll take Carson over Jones, but Jones over carry on. Thank you, Tyler. 
855-212-4227. Got about five minutes left, so give us a call. Ryan in Cleveland. Ryan, go. Hey, go Browns. I got a PPR, <laughs> Baker Mayfield, or Jimmy G. I'm going to go Garoppolo over Mayfield. I need to see Mayfield put it together a big game. And, and against the Rams, I have a hard time believing it's going yeah, to happen. Rams have been really good since the last. Wade Phillips should scheme the snot out of Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. And that offensive line's a problem for the Brownies. It's like 10 or 11 games in a row now. They've just been very good against opposing quarterbacks going back to last year and including the playoffs. Yeah. Greg in Illinois, basically since they got embarrassed by Mahomes. Greg in Illinois, go. I got a PPR. I got a sit one. Debo Samuel, I think he's at home. John Brown, I think he's also at home. Calvin Ridley, Juju Smith-Schuster, or Michael Thomas. You're sitting Debo. I'm I'm glad you got Debo on your team, but he's the one who belongs on your bench. 855-212-4227. Chris is in Chicago. Chris, go. I tried 184 times getting the busy signal to get on here, so I don't know if that's dedication or pathetic. But No, it's I, uh, dedication. dedication. I, I salute you, Chris. Thank, thank you, you for trying. Yeah, thank you. For sure. Uh, I'm going for the record over uh, Zach from Akron. So, uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, I need a super flex in the Scott Fishbowl. Either Danny Dimes or McCall Hardman. Who's going to put up more points in that bonus? In the Fishbowl, too. Right. Oh, boy. I, I think Hardman is probably a little bit safer because you get the half point per catch and the half point per first down. All right, Chris, and thank you, by the way. I know we do get busy singles a lot here because the lines are booked. So I appreciate all of your patience, and thank you, and that's why we, you know, we're getting through these calls as quickly as we can. Joseph is in Houston. Joseph, go. Hey, you guys are awesome. Okay, half PPR. I need two wide receivers and one flex. Here it goes. I got Aaron Jones running back. I got Allen Robinson, T.Y. Hilton, Chris Godwin, Terry McLaurin, and John Brown. What do you like? If it's two receivers in the flex, half PPR, T.Y. and Godwin, for me, they're must. I really like John Brown, but Aaron Jones looked good last week. I think he can have another good game and find the end zone against the Broncos at home this week. Thanks a lot, Joseph. Let's go to John in Little Rock. John, go. Hey, uh, PPR flex position, uh, James White or Aaron Jones. I'm going to go Jones over White there. White did crack my top 24 in PPR after the A-B trade, but Jones has more upside. 855-212-4227. Mark in Maine. Mark, go. Yeah, uh, I need a third receiver in a PPR league. I got uh, Tyrell Williams, Will Fuller, Sterling Shepard, and DK Metcalf. You know what? I was going to tell you Tyrell until you told me DK Metcalf. I'm going to go with DK Metcalf ahead of the pack there. Tim in Columbus. Tim, Go. Am I starting Tony Michelle over the following? It's Marlon Mack, Eckler, or in the flex, Fitzgerald and DJ Moore. Nope, you're sitting him. I, I like the other options that you have, especially Eckler over A- Sony Michelle. Thank you very much. 855-212-4227. Aaron in Minneapolis, go. Hi there. Um, half point PPR looking for a flex. Mike Evans or Calvin Ridley or LaShawn McCoy. I'm going to take Calvin Ridley, and I think that could be a sneaky high-scoring game between the Falcons and the Colts tomorrow. Thank you very much, Aaron. Larry in Vienna. What's up, Larry? What's up, guys? How you doing tonight? Larry. I just got two quick questions. Uh, Rodgers or Mahomes? I know it sounds dumb, but yeah, it, could be, go it could be a good game. And best defense of the week, in your opinion. Cowboys, they're taking on the Dolphins at home. Yeah, it's Cowboys or the Bears. They're going to be one of those two. Melissa Why in not Pittsburgh. the Patriots? Uh, Cowboys or the Bears. Melissa, go. Could be the Patriots. Hey, uh, starting QB, Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson? 
I'm going to go with Jackson over Watson, but they're both so good. Jackson's got to be the way you go. Okay, fine. Cowboys, Bears, or Patriots. Ken in South Carolina, go. Hey, uh, Matt Ryan from uh, Matt Ryan or Carson Wentz. I'm going to take Ryan at in the dome again. He's going to do that like ten more times this year. Start him <laughs> over Wentz. Tony in Ohio. Tony, go. Uh, with Cam Newton being out, do I leave DJ Moore in my lineup or do I go with McLaren or Williams from Oakland? I think you've got it just fine with DJ Moore. Oh, sorry, Kevin. We don't have time to get to you, but go with your gut. How about that? There's your advice. Dave, That's thanks so I much, do. man. I take my gut with me everywhere I go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate it, Dave. Wonderful spending two hours with you on Saturday, man. Same, Adam. All right, everybody. That's it for Ion Fantasy Football. The Saturday Night Huge Show is coming up next on CBS Sports Radio. Now, if you like what you heard, please check out the Fantasy Football Today podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. I want to thank Dave Richard, Ryan, and Alicia for making us sound good. And, of course, thanks to all of you for listening and calling. I'm Adam Azer. Good night, everyone. Good luck in week three.